With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to... This is the Great Shot Podcast, a Cracked Rackets and Tennis Channel Podcast Network production. My name is Alex Gruskin. We head into the first weekend of the U.S. Open. We've been treated to so much spectacular play thus far. 16 third-round matches ahead of us on Friday. Of course, we also have the continuation of some second-round matches that got rained out late on Thursday night. That means if you're a fan of getting in on live betting, you can do that in the morning. Maybe you saw an underdog who... You thought their form looked great. You think they're going to flip it around tomorrow morning. Of course, again, 16 new matches to get in on the action for as well. We're going to make our picks today here, of course, on our GSP Ace of the Day. And joining me to do just that, as he so often does, you know him as my doubles partner. Partner in crime. The man who had a big comeback on day four of this U.S. Open after a tumultuous day three. Maxwell LeBauer-Rothman. Maxie, hey, Great shot. Thanks for holding the note with me. How are you doing today? Yeah, I mean, you, once once I saw that thing going longer than the normal three or four seconds, I was like, okay, game on, baby. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it was a much-needed win today after <laughs> the day before. That was that was rough. Um, but, look, the, that's, that's betting for you, right? Sometimes you get them right, sometimes you don't. You know, we just hope to get them right a little more than we get them wrong. Um and you know, thank you, Francis Tiafo, for hanging in there and coming back. Uh, that third set looked rough, and I was really ready for for you to throw in the towel, but got broken early, then broke back, came back, and um, yeah, won with him and uh, parlayed it with the over on that match. I knew that match was going to be tight. Millman just is a freaking animal out there, and just will never stop. So. Uh, was very happy with, with that bet. Yeah, and look, you'll hear Maxie and I when something goes against us. We may criticize a player's performance. We will never criticize a player personally. We'll blame ourselves. We'll say, why were we so dumb to put that bet in? We should have known better than that. And on a day we celebrate, though, of course, you give all of the credit in the world. And yes, credit to you for making the pick on Francis Tiafo. I had him, Kasparud, Fucevic, all as underdogs I was intrigued by. They all got the job done. We still have a couple of our aces of the day from yesterday in play. Own Shabur got over the hump. Tricky first set tiebreaker against Kanepi. She ended up getting a win. Alex Diemenauer, part of two parlays we had yesterday, he got a win over Gasquet. Jabour Diemenauer, part of a, those two, plus Dan Evans and Alexandrova parlay. Evans Diemenauer parlayed separately. Evans uh, currently one set all 5-6. I believe it is add in Evans uh, against Courtney Moutet. He'll pick that match up 6-5 in the third. So if he holds 6 all, they'll go to a breaker. And then from there, two out of three set match. That's a fun one. Ekaterina L. 
Alex Androva split sets with Katie McNally as well. They'll play their full third set tomorrow. So those matches still in play. But again, we have some fun matches for you. Third round action. That means these matches are going to get tighter and tighter. This is the first round where you'll see two seeds going up against one another head to head. Of course, the margins are going to be thin. That makes these aces of the day even more difficult. But I feel like we've built some momentum. We've picked a lot of match winners. Sometimes the parlay combinations are wrong, but I'm feeling like we have a good grasp on this field at this point, Maxie. How are you feeling as we head into the first weekend? Yeah, I mean, you you like to think that a lot of the juice is early on in those first round, second round matches where, you know, you can find some upsets, and we have. We've definitely found some some underdog uh, Ws that that came up. Um, And now it's time to really analyze, you know, how the players have played, which I I feel like we've we've gotten a good sense of where everyone's at, and I I do feel pretty good. I'm, I'm ready to, you know, stay confident with with our picks and uh you know rely on on the play that we've seen so far and you know let's uh we gotta stay smart i I think that there might be some good opportunities moving forward on some more over under bets um and you're, you're gonna see less and less big spreads on underdogs so uh you know it's gonna be harder to find those you know golden apples that i feel like we found in the last couple rounds since you got the day off yesterday can i throw a quick tangent at you to start As we head into the first weekend, again, we're going to widow down the field to 32 at the end of the second round. We'll have the final 16 for both the men's and women's singles as we head into, again, the second week of this event. But futures odds right now for this U.S. Open, again, uh, you look at it now, it's difficult because some of these second round matches haven't finished, and you know as soon as they do finish that these will change. But here are the odds right now on the men's and women's side, Maxi, and you look on the the women's side. Uh, As of right now, the favorite in this moment, I believe, uh, still Naomi Osaka. She's at minus 500. You look after her. uh, You see Serena Williams creeping back up about plus, uh, excuse me, Osaka plus 500. uh, Serena Williams plus 800. Maxie, how are you feeling heading into week two on the women's side? I mean, it's it's funny it comes back to this thing like you know oh serena's at plus 800 you know she doesn't look great um i I don't feel like i've seen her best tennis yet we've seen her get broken a lot uh, a lot more than you know she's probably used to and that we're used to seeing um and she's got some some tough matches coming up i mean she she's got sloan stevens in the next round uh, and then she plays the winner of sakari and anasimova um and so you know it's just it's she's got a tough draw ahead of her um so I, I don't know if that's a good mo- money well spent, but then again, it's like, you know, it's Serena. You know, how, how do you ever count her out of anything? Um, you know, Osaka looks good. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the women's side of the draw, I think, is has actually, you know, stayed more true than the men's. I think there's been more upsets on the men's side than the women's side so far. Yeah, I mean, yesterday, seven upsets on the women's side, so that's where I disagree with you a little bit, but the first... Well, yeah. I think up until Yeah, and t- I, yeah, yeah that I agree with you, and I would say yesterday was probably the the most, you know, lopsided day, but yeah, it, it's very interesting. On the men's side, Djokovic right now, uh, about one and a... Or, excuse me, about one to two and a half odds, which honestly still feels a little bit low after him goes Medvedev then you have CT Pass team way too high personally uh he's fourth Zverev fifth yeah, on this list no <laughs> on the men's side 
I still think right now, I mean, Rayonic was on the list. He's obviously eliminated, but it's Djokovic, Medvedev, Tsitsipas, and honestly, Alex Zverev, and then probably a dip. Dominic team, we'll see how he looks heading into week two, but those five and then kind of everyone else. I mean, look at Djokovic's next couple match. He, he plays Struff in that, you know, low-key can can give him a little bit of difficulty. But then he's looking at a Barankas PCB fourth round. He's looking at, you know, the winner between Fritz and Chapo and Krajinovic and Gofen. So one, any of those four is not the hardest quarterfinal he's ever had to deal with. Uh, and then he's most likely looking at a Tsitsipas semifinal. And, or you know, Zverev. Uh, sorry, yeah, I guess you can give it to Zverev too. I... I yeah, he's playing pretty good tennis. Um, but look, like, you know, as far as Grand Slam draws go, that's pretty damn good for the guy. Like, he's had a lot tougher quarterfinal. Match. I mean, we've watched him play Vavrinka in a quarterfinal. We've watched him play, you know, Ranich and, you know, an on-fire Ranich and, and just guys that are a lot stronger than, you know, uh, Chapo. So, um yeah, I mean, it might be a little too low, but it's it's not a bad bet. Yeah, um, I still think you'd probably take him over everyone else. But again, you're right. I mean, team, don't we, just don't waste your money. <laughs> like, that's just not happening. Uh, but yeah. yeah, no, and I mean, again, we'll see where things unfold. Just wanted to get a little bit of a status report for you. Of course, if then any of those odds are tempting to you, the listener, you can go find them with our friends at DraftKings by going to the DraftKings Sportsbook. For those of you who aren't already set up with DraftKings, uh, here's how it works. You're going to create your DraftKings Sportsbook account and make a deposit. From there, DraftKings will match your first deposit at 20% up to $500. After that, you're going to make your first bet, and DraftKings will also match Match that with a risk-free first bet up to $500. Just go to dkng.co slash cracked open to play. That's dkng.co slash cracked open. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, or 1-800-522-4700. 700 in Colorado. Users must be 21 years or older and in a participating state to take advantage of this offer. Deposit bonuses in DK dollars, which have no cash value and must be used on DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. Maxi, with that in mind, let's take a look at Dave Five's picks. And again, for those of you who want to live bet Good luck to you. We still have those aces of the day in play. Technically, if you're not feeling confident in Dan Evans or you're not feeling confident in Ekaterina Alexandrova, go ahead. Hedge your bets. It's not a horrible play, but you and I today are going to focus on day five's third round matches. And again, 16 total matches, half the men's, half the women's third rounds. The margins for these matches are thin. We start to see the odds tighten up. You don't have a ridiculous amount of favorites. The only players over minus 600, Stefano Tsitsipas over Borna Chorich, which honestly feels a little bit feels. high. And then Novak Djokovic, 50, uh, 1-50, excuse me, against Jan Leonard Struff, that also feels too high. Struff has more than a 1-50 you know, chance of beating him. Yeah, I mean, dude, any time you get a big hitter, anything is possible, right? They get on a hot streak and, you know, slam a couple returns, get get on fire. Yeah, like, I think that's uh, that's kind of absurd too. But uh, you're right. I mean, 
most of these matches are coming down and getting a little bit closer. Also, Zverev, uh, minus 715 over Manorino, plus 510. That might feel a little bit more justifiable, um, but also probably not a match you're going to take. Yeah. Um, and on the last pod you were here, we talked about you know knowing which matches to stay away from. If you're not confident, don't get involved with it. You're just asking for emotional pain. In this day, uh, again, you look at the slate of matches. I have eight stayaways for you, Maxi. Oh, excuse me. I, I have eight stayaways, but you talked me into looking at three of them. So three, I'm willing to re-examine five hard stayaways. Let's start with those. Maybe the most interesting matchup from a viewing perspective. And again, you want to hear us recap round uh, Thursday's round two matches. You want to hear us preview these round three matches. Go check out our mini break podcast. Jamie McDonald joining me. I believe Mike Cation joining me today as well. So be on the lookout for those. But from a tennis perspective, Two next-gen guys, Denis Shapovalov, Taylor Fritz. That match has great shot pod origins written all over it. 2017, you know, fall of 2017, I'm coming over to your house in Ann Arbor. You're a senior. I'd be like, yo, let's watch this match. And you'd be like, I'm down. Let's absolutely do it. Uh, In this match, Shapovalov, minus 162 over Fritz. Shapovalov, you know, wins for him. Two four-set matches over Korda, over Quan Fritz. Coming off of a pretty impressive straight-set win over Jill Simone. I'm staying all away from this, Maxi. How do you feel about it? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, the the performance from Fritz against Simone was impressive. I mean, I, he's ripping his forehand. He looks confident on the backhand side, too. And with these courts, like we've said, they're quick. It plays well to his game. You know, it's funny. I was looking at the potentially the, the over-under on this, and it's 41 and a half games. I mean, they're just... The, the lines makers are just, you know, betting on this thing going four or five sets. And I think it probably will. The issue here is, one, Fritz could fall apart. We've seen it happen once or twice before. Two, you could also see Fritz just pull something out. And and I think Shapo's not the kind of player to try and hang in. He's going to try and, you know, hit back hard. And he, I don't see him making adjustments to the point where, like, he's going to fight back for a fourth or fifth set. Um, and then, obviously, there, there is the opportunity where these guys are just slugging away and it goes five. Um, and I think there's a good chance that that happens, but it's, it's a hard match to bet on. Yeah, I think, you know, for Taylor Fritz, as you mentioned, the serve, the forehand, uh, they look good as always. But I think the thing for me that stands out, you know, we've oftentimes said if Taylor Fritz can ever become even, a you know, just a solid athlete, then look out tennis world. I would say his movement has gone from bad to fine. His movement is fine. He gets to the additional ball. He has looks at passing shots. It's no longer he's reaching for that passing shot. He now has looks at them. But Shapovalov's got top-tier firepower. Shapovalov is going to get you stretched and have you moving. And yeah, Fritz can anticipate well, and he can do a lot of dictating too. But, you know, and the Fritz serve, by the way, to the Shapovalov backhand. That's going to be a fun thing to watch as well. But... Bottom if line, Fritz could volley, away. I would say, yeah, I'd be like, ooh, interesting. Shapovalov, same thing, and just because of that backhand. What if Fritz just 6-6-5? Six, six, and five? Is that a possibility? Sure. So this, for me, absolute stay away. Uh, you know, stay away from a betting perspective, glued from a viewing perspective. Yep. All right, let's come through some of the other ones real quick. And these are just funky matches, funky odds to me, and we can rapid fire through them. Nori minus 186 over Davidovich Fokina, who's plus 148. I don't know what's going to happen. Stay away from me. 
yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's a weird match. I mean, Nori has played some pretty good tennis so far, and I mean, Davidovich Fokina. I don't think anyone was expecting him to to be through to where he is. That his match over Hubie, like, I don't think anyone saw that that one coming. So could he keep that up against a match against Nori? Sure, but I mean, yeah, this one's weird. Two things: one, Hubie, not Hubie, Hubie. Just so you know. Hubie. Yeah, no. Two, I mean, Davidovich Fakina uh, has played well, but here's just a crazy thing to say out loud. One of Cam Nori or Alejandro Davidovich Fakina going to make the fourth, fourth round <laughs> at the U.S. Open. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's weird. Um, yeah, all right, next one. Putin Seva minus 132 over Sasnovich, who's plus 107. Poots is a grinder through and through. She's going to make that extra ball make you uncomfortable. But Sasanovich has played really well. Their one career head-to-head is what scares me from pulling the trigger on a Sasanovich pick here because Putin Saver beat her 1-1, one one, I think, back in like 2015 or 2016. They're similar age as well. Stay away from me, but I'm intrigued here. I mean, what do you think of the over-under 21.5? I just am afraid of the match. I mean, you don't think it can be a—I mean— Four and four <sighs> doesn't cut it. If it's a three-set, what's—okay, ready? Seven, well, five, five, and four seven cuts five, it. two, six. Five and 20. four cuts it. Ooh. That's 12 six, and 10. Six, one, one, six, six, two. So that's seven, seven, eight. So 22. Does that cover? Ooh. Okay, put that on the board. Put that as something. Just put a little note there in the over. Mark whatever the odds on. We'll come back to it when we get yeah, to Ace. It's minus today. 114. Okay, I, minus 114 for the over. That's interesting. Make a little note there. All right, three other matches again, quickly. Uh, Brady Garcia. Garcia coming off of a big win. Brady playing outstanding, but so is Garcia. Stay away from me. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I was saying. I was like, you yeah, I don't. can Garcia keep that up for another match? Again, over under 20 and a half games. Like, or, or could this go three? Maybe. Another one? Make a little make a little know. note of the odds there. I'm intrigued by that. All right, Kerber Lee. You would think Kerber minus 235, but the way Ann Lee just hit Ali Risk off the court and was so fearless in doing so, I'm not comfortable in betting on this match. I, I mean, that's also like another over, like 20 and a half games. Like, you're telling me that... That Ann Lee can't come out there and just fire away for another Here's set. the problem. 7-6, oh, 6-1, that's 20 games. So yeah. what's the over-under? Uh, it's 20. So it's a close first set, you know, one of the players falls apart in the second. That seems to so often be the case here this week, particularly given these players' Yeah, but you're, you're banking on a 6-1. Yeah. I mean, I've seen I it know. happen too many times. That- Jabour Kanepi today. Jabour loses that first set. She does exactly what Kanepi did and just tanks the second. Yeah, it's tough. It, I mean, hence yeah, the stay Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. Agree. All right, and last one, Thompson Kukushkin. I bo- think we can just both agree. No, sir. I mean, who, who knows yeah. what's happening All there. Right. <laughs> Let's get to then the three intriguing underdogs. David Goffin, the number seven seed, plus 138 against Krajinovich. Jessica Pagula, a player we both know has been playing so well of late, plus 210 over Petra Kvitova. And then Ricardis Barankis, I believe, uh, what is he? I think he's like plus 265, something like that, against Kareno Busta. Max, yeah, Barankis is 265. What, which of those underdogs do you I'll, like best? Here, I'll just I'll tackle them quickly in order. Um I, I think Simone is a fantastic, solid player, 
but Krajanovich is striping <laughs> the ball. Absolutely striping. And let's see. I mean, we we've got uh we've got Krajanovich at minus 175. I mean, that feels good to me. Um you know, it's a it's a tougher one. I'm not going to go ahead and say it's an ace of the day, but that's one where I might put some small money because I, I think he's I mean, he looks so good. He just looks confident. He's hitting through these courts. He's, I mean, I don't know. I feel really good about Krajanovic. Um, so I would not take Ofen. Second match, you mentioned, uh, it wasn't Brankus. What was the second one? <laughs> no, you, you can go with Brankus. Just go with that one next. Okay, well, the, the Brankus PCB. Brankus looked really good against Stevie. And I think that the way he's been hitting plays well for these courts. And I know we talk about the courts a lot, but it, it does make a huge difference. Um, I don't know. I, that seems like, dude, 265 on Brankus. Like, PCB is not an outstanding player, right? I mean, I know he's seated and, you know, he's... Can what, I... What was all right, first last? of all, let me just quickly correct what you said pcb is not a flashy player he is an outstanding player he's had an outstanding career okay, one of the best fine. 12 players on hard but courts over the past who, five years so, so he beat he beat mitch krueger and and that's so a match that, here's the big you know, thing he, when i was looking at this match i said i have a point to make why i agree with you uchiyama, so, five so they sets, both played uchiyama while in new york and for barankis it was a seven six in the third win in qualies for the western southern as you mentioned for Kareno busta it was a five set win for him in the first round here of the u.s open that shows me yeah these two close and level right now when you look for ricardo ricardo's barankis the eye test itself ricardo's barankis has two of the most beautiful ground strokes in all of men's tennis and if you give him time he can set up the ball he can move it around the court well he can have opportunities to attack Carino Boost is going to make every extra ball and I think his serve is sneaky more of a weapon than we give it credit for but Barankis is going to have chances minus 345 is way too high for Carino Boost and I agree if I'm going to hit this way if I'm going to hit this match it's going to be from the Barankis category there's no way I'm throwing Carino Boost in any parlay I do but it's still a little bit of a stay away for me. And for Gofan Krajinovic, okay. just to add to that, because we kind of blasted past it, I agree with you. Krajinovic minus 175 makes sense. It's a stay away because I'm not going to bet against David Gofan. Okay, that's fair. And it is hard to, to bet against him. Back to really quickly to uh, Branca's PCB. Over 38 games. I'm all in on the over 38 games for this match. Mm. Again, write that down. Write that down. I'm, I'm, I don't. I don't hate that at all either. You, uh, the, you again. I'm trying to be more open-minded. Here you go. The little off mic uh, ideology is going to get to the podcast. I'm trying to listen more to you and not be as stubborn. Um, although whatever. You know, look at the ace of the day. Um, nevertheless, nevertheless, I was yeah. right today. <laughs> I wasn't. I, again, you were on the podcast. Had you been on the podcast, we would have both been on that action together today, and so we would have been sweating it out as a team. Nevertheless. I mean, I'm not against the uh, right the brink is over down. I because I do like that one quite a bit. And then the last one okay. I mentioned, Pagula Kvitova. Why this is a stay oh, right. away for me? Because Pagula just as great as she's been playing the tank at this point, and you can see the thigh is taped up. She's an incredible athlete. She's fit as a fiddle. She's played a ton of tennis these past six weeks, and it's starting to show a little bit. And you never want to be you know have dead legs when you're playing someone who hits the ball as hard as uh, Petra. 
Yeah, agreed. And, and you know, 244 is obviously intriguing. She's played a lot of tennis recently. It's just hard to think that she's going to pull out, you know, enough energy to to get through Kvitova, who's also playing some really so good So stay tennis. away? I yep. think so. Okay. Well, then with that, let's get to my five favorite matches, and we'll do it quick because four of them I'm going to parlay together. One of them is going to be a solo pick. Shelby Rogers, minus 205 over Madison Brangle. Shelby Rogers made the semifinals in Lexington. She beat Serena in the quarters. Madison Brangle, a huge win over Diana Yastremska last round, and Brangle, someone we got to interview here. At Crack Rackets when we were in Lexington in February, Madison Bringle, also uh, uh, part of Mishbacha. She is part of the tribe, so we always feel, you know, a connection to her, Maxie. But I just – I love Madison. I love you, Madison Bringle. I'm, this is not meant to disrespect your game. She just doesn't have the weapons to compete with Shelby Rogers. This match, Rogers serve, Rogers forehands are the two most dominant strokes in this game. She's gonna have, she's so fit right now. She's gonna have opportunities to attack as long as she's patient. As long as she, if she starts to spray, maybe for a two game stretch, doesn't get frustrated with herself. As long as she stays the course, this is her match to lose or to win. I mean, we we talked a. L- we talked a little bit about this before the pod, but I mean, you pretty much just said it there. I think two eighteen, you know, that's that's a value bet right there. I think it's worth throwing three or four units yeah, on that. I have her at minus two hundred five on DraftKings, and you use that minus two hundred five. I agree with you. Three oh, units to win fourteen seventy. That's a win. That's absolutely a win. I I'm, so that's too. an ace of the day. I'm yep, that ace in. of the day. Well, then let me get to my four other matches, and I'll sit, we can go one by one. Zverev minus five sixty over Manorino. Lefty, I always love that matchup for Zverev because of his backhand. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I mean, it's <laughs> if Zverev loses this match, that will be bad. <laughs> next one. That's yeah, bad. next one. Osaka Kostyuk. Kostyuk second third round for her in her career again. Former uh, junior Australian Open champion, youngest player since Hingis to win a match at the Australian Open when she did it back in 2018. Still, if Naomi Osaka is healthy, she's the best player in the draw. I don't see Kostyuk winning this match. Although I can hear Tom Rinaldi's voice in the back of my head saying, "Marta Kostyuk, the young champion emerging in front of our eyes, folks." And I just that scares me a little bit. But I'm I just don't see Osaka losing this match. Nope, me neither. Same thing. Bad loss yep. if that happens. Same thing, Conteve Lynette. Lynette just played a tough three setter Conteve playing as well as anyone in the women's game. Just unfortunate that it's minus five hundred. Yeah. You'd hope it'd be a No, and that's where that, Petra Martic comes in because we'll get to the parlay in a second. But Petra Martic taking on Gracheva. You look for Gracheva in her career because I did my research for Vivara Gracheva. The 20-year-old has, I believe, uh, made something uh, upwards of, I think, six uh, finals at the ITF level. But they've all come on clay. And in her young career, she's already been ranked number 100, but she's currently number 102. She is 98-32 in 32 on clay. 41 and 32 in her career on hard courts. The second piece of this equation, Martic just beat, uh, I believe, Garacheva when they played in Palermo. That was a win for Martic. Yes, on the clay, but Martic won that match in straight sets, I believe. And I think, if memory serves me correct, that was a 7 6 6 3 win for Martic. I love her game. I love her slice on these surfaces. I just love the way she's comfortable moving forward. I feel good about her in this one. What's as you yeah i mean i i got to 
that was this was a player that I think both of us were were watching early on in the tournament. And her first round, you know, loses a, a tough first set, recovers to go five seven six two six four, and then her last round against against Bodarenko looked really solid, like you said, just moving forward through the court, really utilizing the quick pace, and I think she looks solid. Like I. I at what is she? What do so we she's have minus three forty-five, which is too much to bet solo. But here comes the parlay, Max in Rothman. The par- and by the, the way, Petra Martic, best backhand slice in the women's game since Justine Ennen. You can quote me there. Here is my four-person parlay, Maxi: Zverev, Osaka, Kontaveit, Martic. Odds aren't great, but they are in the positive. Plus one fourteen, two units yields you about twenty-three dollars in return. I like it. I don't love it because the odds aren't great, and eventually this is the sort of thing where you're going to text me at 3 p.m. and be like, dude, why did I let you convince me? I gave you five over-unders. This is why we don't do parlays. It makes sense on paper, but it never ends up working. What do you think? Yeah, I'll throw a unit. I don't know. (laughs) If we both throw a unit together, the return will be a little bit bigger in both of our minds. So I'm – Yeah, exactly. It looks better on paper. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we'll talk about that afterwards. I'm going to lock that in as an ace of a day. I feel like I always owe one funky parlay to our listeners. So my two aces on the day, Maxie. Shelby Rogers, minus 205 over Brangle. We agree. Three units to win 1470. That's a lock. I'm going to tell you listeners right now, Maxie and I are going to be wagering on that personally. Let's get to the next one again. Zverev, Osaka, Kanteve, Martich, plus 114. Two unit selection. That's the sort of confidence I have in this one this time time to get a 2280 in return of the over-unders you mentioned maxi which is the the couple maybe you like faster maybe there's one you're going with for sure i mean i think i'm i think i'm hitting barankis i i just i love the way he played uh, against stevie i think he looks confident out there he was really striping the ball um plus 265 just feels like really good odds too i'm not going to put you know a, a ton on this match but uh, a small, you know, one or two units at plus two sixty five yields a pretty good return. So I, I might take him, um, and then I might take one of these overs. I mean, I, I honestly, I might even take the over on the the Barankas PCB at over thirty eight games minus one thirteen. I think there's a really good chance that uh, one of these sets gets split between these two guys, and thirty eight games could happen even in three sets. So um, yeah, I, I kind of like that over as well. Yeah, so fun fact for you, Maxi. PCB played Barankas last year, 6-4-6-7-6-2-6-0 win. Quick mental math tells me that that I believe that was 37 games, so that would have been under. So not to make you scared, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, inject any fear, but they again, these bookmakers know what they're doing. I like that one, though. Make it an ace of the day. All right, lock that bad boy in. So there you go. Bonus ace of the day for you, the over-under. Hit the over on PCB Barankis. Hit Rogers minus 205, three units, and then Zverev, Osaka, Kanteve, Martich, Parlay, plus 114, two units to yield 23 in return. Remember, to get in on all of the action, just go to dkng.co slash uh, cracked open to hear our recaps of day four's action. Be sure to go check out the mini break podcast. And of course, we will be back with you tomorrow with our picks for day six. Fun guest for you all planned as well. So be on the lookout for that. Maxi, any final thoughts before we wrap this bad boy up? No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ready for the weekend. I'm definitely ready for the weekend. It's going to be some really high quality tennis. Um, really excited to see where these lines pan out and uh, you know, see where the 
the tournament winner lines also start to shift. So uh, definitely keep an eye out for our weekend ace of the day. Yeah, round one is where you make your money. Round two is where you hold the ship. I completely agree with you. So we have a fun week ahead of us, but of course, some more matches to get through before we get to that point. If you have missed any of our content, again, be sure to know, go to our website, crackrackets.com, where you can be sure to know that you can find it all. Also, again, be sure to like, rate, subscribe, review this podcast, the Mini Break Podcast, Cracked Interviews, and Inside Out Podcast. You need those immediate updates throughout the day. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We are at Cracked Rackets. You want to follow me directly. I am at Great Shot Pod. Shout out, as always, to our super producers, Max Fligner and Daniel Westoff, who, as always, have what a kind of a job to do, Maxie? A f- of an editing job. A f- of an editing job to do so. Shout out to the both of them. And again, remember to check out all of our content. Just be sure to go to our website, doc. Uh, crackedrackets.com to get in on the action just go to dkng.co slash cracked open but with that being said for my wonderful co-host maxwell labauer rothman our super producers max ligger and daniel westoff our friends at DraftKings, and all of us here at both cracked rackets and the tennis channel podcast network i'm your host alex gruskin maxi what do we tell the people hey great shot <laughs> and we will see you all tomorrow thanks everyone